Hi, I'm Sherry Lipp, the publisher of HappyGutForLife.com and the author of Don't Skip Dessert. Welcome to the Happy Gut for Life podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about my experiences with doctors early on when I first started having Crohn's symptoms. I first started having Crohn's symptoms probably about the end of 1998, beginning of 1999. I was 25 years old. Uh, I was I had just started my first real office job, my first nine to five kind of more serious job. I'd gotten out of retail and some of the past jobs I'd worked before where I didn't really feel like I was going anywhere. So I was excited about this job because I thought I was going to be starting my real career. I wasn't sure what that was, but I felt like this was a serious job. And I was also in school finishing up my bachelor's degree. So I was working full time and actually going to school full time as well. Um, So the symptoms started to hit, uh, mostly nausea, as I mentioned in the first episode. Um, Started feeling nauseous all the time and just kind of weird. Not sick though. Um, Not like the flu, not like a cold or anything I'd ever had before. Just felt sick to my stomach a lot. So I was drinking a lot of Sprite. I remember going and thinking, well, if if I... if I drink Sprite or ginger ale, that will help. Um, and I also, um, at work, was eating not something that's not good at all, but it was a cup of noodles because I just wanted something brothy. So I, I found myself kind of gravitating to those things without really dealing with like why I would be feeling that way. So finally, uh, after this probably went on for a couple of months, maybe even more, more like three or four months, kind of off and on. And I thought it was weird, but I didn't really feel sick. So I was like, maybe it's just some weird thing. I don't know. I I didn't take it seriously for sure. And so I, um, then one day I started throwing up like all night, like a ton of times. And I thought, and then the next, so I stayed home and I was like, and then I started to feel better. So I went back to work and I was fine for that day. And then the next day happened again. So obviously I had to call into work again, like I'm having some kind of relapse, must be the flu, I don't know what. Um, And so this happened like a couple of more days where I was like, I can't just keep calling into work, it's too weird. You know, you don't just like have a stomach flu every other day. So I went to my doctor and she's like, and she didn't really know, the symptoms didn't sound familiar to her. So she tried me on a medication that was supposed to help me digest food. She's like, maybe you're... Your, um, she's seen it where like the your esophagus gets irritated and she thought that was it so I took a medication for that it didn't do anything so then I went to she referred me after a while she's like I this is out of her realm so she referred me to a GI doc and so he examined me and he didn't think of anything too weird either he's like ulcers probably because I was feeling like I had a lot of heartburn and sour stomach and so it was really acidy so he gave me an acid and then he scheduled an endoscopy which revealed ulcers as he suspected so as I mentioned in the first podcast I the first episode that I was like excited just to think that I had gotten a diagnosis and that it was just really bad ulcers even though he didn't he didn't really say that they were that bad he just kind of you have some ulcers and some inflammation in your stomach 
And so I, you know, took some medication for that. And it helped a little. It helped with the heartburn. But it did not help with my uh, feeling of fullness that I was starting to get and then throwing up. So that, that did not go away at all. So I would be going to the emergency room a lot. And then I would, you know, they'd be like, you need to go see your GI. And so I would talk to him. And he would be like, you are too young for this. Which was a strange thing. And because what age didn't have anything to do with it, and I don't think old people have that kind of problem. I've never heard anybody talking about that. I know older people have digestive issues, but nothing that what I would describe, I've ever heard anybody, my grandparents or anybody older that I knew, say anything about this kind of thing. And so he was kind of at a loss because I told him I could barely eat and he's like well that's not good you you need to eat more and I was like I literally can't you know I could eat like tiny tiny amounts of food and I was trying to figure out what to eat he didn't give me any guidelines I think they somebody told me to do that brat diet yeah chicken breast rice applesauce toast I believe is what I was told it was I think I've heard a couple different descriptions of it um, that didn't do anything, but what I was eating was like apples. I was eating applesauce that that went down okay, but I like the only thing I wanted and could stand was like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with creamy peanut butter and like the softest white bread. Like not good for you, but that was the only thing I could really stomach, so to speak. And uh, then so after a bout of emergency room and throwing up and, you know, being totally frustrated on top, you know, obviously I did not feel well either. And I was trying to work and I was missing time and I didn't want to lose my job. They were being pretty understanding, you know, but it was like this big mystery. So they didn't really know what to think of it either. And I didn't. I didn't really have anything to tell them. I couldn't say I have this wrong with me. It was just like I don't feel well a lot of the time. And I was really getting um, malnourished. I remember like having trouble staying awake during the day too. And like a couple co-workers kind of caught me drifting off at my desk. So I, I knew I needed to get this figured out. So I went in to see him again, but he was on vacation. So his partner was there and she is the one that first brought up Crohn's. And I didn't know what that was or what to think about it. Uh, there wasn't really internet then, so I couldn't just go Google it. Uh, so I, I kind of think there was a little, there were some online things, but nothing like now. And my mom didn't know what it was. My mom was a nurse, but she hadn't heard of it, or she might have heard of it, but she didn't really know much about it. Uh, I think she went and asked, you know, some some doctors that she knew, but we didn't really find out much. So. I, I got referred to a new GI because I didn't want to go back to that same person who had put me off for so long. He called after this, after I left him and asked if I was mad at him, which I told him I was because I was like, you didn't think of Crohn's. He's like, well, I didn't know you had it. And I'm like, that's your job is to figure it out. Of course, you didn't know I had it, but you didn't think of it and you're a GI specialist. So that is what put me on the road to trying to to treat Crohn's. And he put me on the new doctor. We did an x-ray. He did a colonoscopy, which pretty much confirmed Crohn's. And he put me on prednisone. 
uh, I think it was like 70 milligrams. Don't quote me on that because I don't, it was a long time ago. I don't remember for sure, but I was supposed to take that and see if that would bring it down, inflammation down enough and quickly, but it did not. So, and this, but this went on for weeks. I was still trying to go to school and do my job and just get something figured out to fix myself, but it was just, nothing was working. So I felt a little better with the prednisone, but as soon as I tapered off, my symptoms came back full force and worse. I couldn't lay down because of heartburn. I could barely eat anything. I was I lost about 25 pounds over the course of about three months. Uh, like I said, I could, I could barely stay awake. And I remember it was probably dangerous to be driving. I was just that sleepy all the time from not getting enough vitamins. So eventually then I had just a, a horrible bout of throwing up and I couldn't hold down water. And of course my mom being a nurse was like, this can't be, you can't keep trying to go on at home like this. So we went to the hospital and my GI met me there and he said I had to have surgery. And which we had been trying to avoid because surgery of course is risky but at that point I didn't care anymore I had I was too sick to even I just wanted to do something to fix it so I was admitted into the hospital and the surgery was scheduled for five days later I was like why can't we just do it like tomorrow but they said I was too sick plus they have to like clean out your entire digestive tract and so that leads me to where we will be on the next episode. The next episode, I will be talking about my Crohn's surgery experience. Uh, so if you have not had surgery, um, I'm sure you'll be interested to know what it was like if you had. You'll probably want to compare. Um, in my mind, I think I'll just lead off with this or end with this thought. In my mind, my surgery was a very positive experience. It wasn't a fun one, but I just wanted to leave with that idea that it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be, nor as scary. Um, I was in a have-to situation at that point, but it was really the best thing that could have happened at that point in time. So um, be sure to tune in next week um, and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform so you can be sure to get notified when the next episode is ready. Thank you for listening to this week's episode about my early experiences with Crohn's doctors, or GI doctors, and regular doctors, and emergency room. I didn't talk about the emergency room too much, it was pretty standard. They gave me anti-nausea medication and told me to contact my GI. Not much they can really do in the emergency room, unless you really have an emergency that they can take care of. So uh, be sure to tune in next week. Uh, and you can uh, find more about me at happygutforlife.com. You can also find my SCV recipes. And you can contact me at sherry at scdforlife.com on my Facebook or Instagram pages. Also, Happy Gut for Life. 
And you can follow me on TikTok and Twitter. See you next time. Thanks.